Welcome back, everyone, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts, who are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. And although it is not a baseball Friday, because, you know, it's now Felica Fridays, it's still time, Andy, for Money in the Brank. It is money in the brink, and thank God baseball's almost over because it's a dumb, dumb sport. I agree. I hate it, but Frank, Frank still goes out there bets it every day. God and bless. Honestly, him. like when when you are betting like two different things at once, and one is going better, it is easy to just say screw it. Like I'm so sick of baseball because it looks it looks like your college football is going pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. The first two weeks were just awful, and then I was five and zero last week, which is like I should have just been, ended up like eight and eight on the season so far regardless so however we got there it didn't really matter you know what i mean yeah don't look at one week it's it's a long season there's like 20 damn weeks of college it feels yeah. like he threw in bowl season so yeah there's like uh what 10 12 15 games baseball left i have no idea either way i'm i'm just looking at magic numbers at this point and seeing if my <laughs> fight and fills can if my fight and fills can finally catch the braves which is not looking for every all these teams are playing just like awful teams all the teams in the races are playing like the orioles and the rockies and the diamondbacks every week and my poor team has to play the padres in uh the g-men which we'll get to eventually but well, they played the, the orioles and lost doesn't like matter. idiots the Padres have won about the same games as the Pirates have since the trade trade deadline. So, you know, that might be a gift for for your new uh, your newfound team there. Honestly, you're probably right. Like, you don't want to throw that team in with the Diamondbacks and Pirates, but of late, the record is kind wow. of similar. So, yeah. are you going to bet the postseason at all, or are you just going to say screw it? It's football time. No, I'm going to bet the postseason. I mean, I don't do anything with NFL, so you know, I, I like to do series prices. I'll have. I think last year I maybe bet like five games or something like that. So I'll have some series prices. I'll bet a handful of games in there somewhere along the way. Usually, you know, you get some like weird numbers on teams that are like on a streak or like a, a good team that's down 3-1 that needs to win, you know, sort of things like that you can sort of take advantage of. Generally, of course, the baseball market is really efficient it's really hard to win in and uh you know it, it gets a little bit tough but I, I think there are opportunities for certain spots uh in terms of series prices where uh teams with really good bullpens can can have an advantage in the playoffs teams with just uh you know three or four really good starters can have advantages in the playoffs yeah i want no part of that that's why i don't have any i don't have i'll probably bet some series prices that actually sounds fun because i don't have anything outside of like I think it was Adam put me on a maybe a Brewers to win the series at like a super long price. Yeah. And maybe some, I'd have to go check the accounts. I don't think outside of that I have anything except some shitty like promo $50, you know, Black Friday Dodgers to win the series bets or something along those lines. So I'm most, most of my action is just to win the divisions, which is fine. Like, let's just get that over with. Magic number down to nine. Speaking of my G Man. Tell it, give it to me, Frank. Free bet from Frank. This is a guaranteed lock because he's like six and one all time on these. They can't lose. Can't lose is what the basically pretty much said. six and one. That's why we call it money in the brink. <laughs> so, what do you want? You want the Giants today? Is that what you're telling yeah. me? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're well, betting, you tell them, us. Are you? That's why you're here. Yeah, I did. I did bet the Giants today. I did. Logan Webb against Darvish, your Padres. Uh, not good. Darvish also really bad. It's a weird thing to say like you know the, the Giants really needed Logan Webb back like if I would have said that at the beginning of this year I probably would have jumped off a bridge 
but Logan Webb has been unbelievably good, and Darvish has been unbelievably bad since they banned the uh, sticky stuff, which sort of makes sense. We look at his stuff, uh, big loopy curveballs, right? He's able to like take a lot of speed off and maintain spin rates, and since then he's been absolutely terrible. I mean, he has something like a five ERA. Uh, you know, since that June 13th memo, his last handful of starts have been absolutely horrid. So uh, Logan Webb, 279 ERA, that park helps a little bit, but 331 expected on the season and numbers just look good. He, the strikeouts have gone way up uh, this year. The walks are down and that's a good way to get better at pitching is just strike out more guys and don't walk as many. Granted, it's a really hard to do that, but uh, this is a big, big, big mismatch in terms of pitching, uh, especially considering how the... Uh, how the you know the more recent results have played out, and Logan Webb still has been very good since coming back uh, from injury. You know, we if, if there was any sort of concern there, uh, I think it's been gone over his last few starts. And just the Padres in general, I, I you know they just haven't won any games, so I'm I'm totally fine taking the Giants in the spot. Uh, still playing, you know, still have something to play for, some home field stuff going on there. So uh, yeah, I like the Giants there minus 108. I played this at like 102 or 103. Um, 102, but I would still play it at 108. We love to Padres hear that. Out? Can they still get in? It's a wild card. Or is that done? What's that? The Padres? I, I, yeah. I mean, they still have a chance, I, I believe, but uh, it's not good, right? Like, uh, no, I know it was super low. I just didn't know if they were completely like Cardinals just won play for at this point. The Cardinals just won their 11th game in a row. Like they're they're doing the Cardinals double magic thing that we thought was dead this year, uh, and now they look like that's the team that's going to get in. I mean, the problem is there's only a handful of games left, and you have to, you know, if the other team doesn't lose, what happens, <laughs> right? Like Cincinnati's four and a half out, San Diego's six out. They would, they're basically going to have to run the table, or the Cardinals and the Reds and the Phillies are all going to have to stink. Yeah, and it's it's silly, like because essentially you just have one wild card in the NL because right. the Dodgers. Yeah. Like between the Dodgers and the Giants, one of them's taking a wild card, and they're like eighteen games up on you know whoever in, in the next wild. Well, they card just, I think play. they both clinched, right? They both have a spot. Yeah, so, no, th there's no chance that they could fall out of a wild card spot with the amount of wins they have with like ten games left. So, all right, you know, I'm, I don't know. Somebody asked me about this in football. If I let future bets affect daily bets, even though I don't <laughs> handicap or originate baseball. I said I try not to because that's silly. Like, why, you know, I'm adding more risk. But yeah. if I think the number's wrong, I'm going to bet it. So even though I have Giants futures bets, I have to ride Frank on this. And, and things to. change, right? Like, if you bet the Chiefs futures and Patrick Mahomes gets hurt and you have an edge against them or something, like, things change, don't they? Yeah. Especially on the day. Always bet an edge. Yeah, always bet an edge. All right, guy in the chat, can you talk about a Soto winning the MVP? Uh, is that ship sailed just because of all the media around? Uh, I mean, I think Bryce. I think Bryce is going to win it, right? Yeah. I don't know. There, yeah. There's some big prices. I know people. People are trying to fade uh, Otani too. It's like, ah, maybe just, maybe just set that money on fire instead. Yeah, I think that one has been determined for about a couple months. Like the writers love it too, you know, and that's who's voting for these things. Like the numbers love it, the writers love it. It's just that's a collision course waiting to happen granted last season was a little bit different but everyone just assumed Tatis was going to win and then he got hurt you know Atani's been struggling a little bit but you look at the overall numbers I don't know that you could say like I, I mean I love Vlad Guerrero but he's kind of just like a lug out there <laughs> he doesn't provide anything other than homers which is good but I feel like even you know old school baseball writers have seen beyond 
uh, that aspect of it, at least. That's fair. All right. I'm not getting involved in MVP markets, although shout out to some smart people, including Crazy Jason, who got um, 50 to 1, I think, on Otani preseason. I know some people were some people were hitting some Otani numbers preseason pretty hard because they were just way too high and they're going to get rewarded. So, And hopefully, the God, hopefully the Giants come through because there are some people with some just maddening big numbers on Giants to win the division. Love the Giants. Just stupid big numbers preseason because you had the Padres and the, you know, the Padres and the Dodgers in the same division. Um, is there college football tonight? I don't think I'm betting it. There's one game tonight, I believe. Marshall App State basketball. That's not happening. Oh, Marshall App State. Maybe I will have to get involved just because it's a Thursday night game. It'll be the the best Thursday night game on tonight. But uh, you got one you want to talk about for the weekend or Friday, or do you even know what days these are when you bet them? Saturday was the game I sent you, I believe. I think so. I did have a Friday bet, but I'm not going to tell you that one. And it moved. Are we on the blue turf? Yeah. uh, No, we're not. On the road. Boise State. Minus nine at Utah State. We would have been getting like a 10 or a 10 and a half here had the Oklahoma-Boise State game not played out the way that it did. So there were zero points between both teams in the second half of that game. Oklahoma State went into the half 21-20, so they obviously won 21-20. But there was about 90 seconds left in that game, and the Oklahoma State quarterback (laughs) or running back fumbled trying to run out the clock. Clear fumble. Like, even in the shitty, like, uh, you know, overhead view on the TV, I was like, oh, that's a fumble. Because I had – I faded Boise State last week. I had Oklahoma State plus five last week. Boise State guy scoops and scored it. He's two steps from the goal line, and they whistle it dead and call it back. They So, <laughs> I don't know why they can't make it. So, like, that. okay, you scooped and scored that. We didn't blow the whistle until you were on the three-yard line, right? Like, okay, you get a touchdown, right? Like, they, he would have scored with a minute left in the game, and they would have won the game. But then they whistle it dead, they put it back, and then the guy ends up uh, kicking into one of the defenders. They, the Oklahoma State guy blocks the, the field, the game-winning field goal with uh, from like 30-some yards, and Boise State loses the game. I was happy because I had Oklahoma State in that game. But this number would be totally different had that field goal gone in, had the scoop and score been allowed to happen, yada, yada, yada. I think this number would be 10 or 10.5. Uh, Bachmeyer was not good against Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State, much like Texas A&M, has looked really good on defense this year, and Utah State has not. They gave up 45 points to Air Force, who threw like 10 passes in the entire game. <laughs> so, you know, Utah State looks good. They're scoring a ton of points. They have this, like, new system out there where they're going super fast. This totals all the way up to 70, which is just kind of crazy, too. I think that's just way too high. Uh, and Boise State's sitting there 1-2, and two, you know, and Utah State's 3-0. So it, it looks bad, but Boise also – uh, lost to UCF close and they led in that game and then they scored zero points in the second half. So as long as we don't put up zero in the second half here, I think we'll be okay. Uh, I, it's weird laying such a big number on the road. I don't generally like to do that, but I just think this, this, these teams are very, very different. And Boise State or uh, Utah State has not played anybody and they played everybody close. So uh, I like I like Boise to win tonight or Saturday. Saturday, one of these days. How, yeah. how have you not led yourself to just Boise State first half. I mean, that's the joke, right? <laughs> yeah, just, I kind of led myself. They didn't yeah. score in the second half, like two different games. Yeah. Like, yeah. Boise State minus five and a half first half. That's Andy's. Like Frank can have this one. Andy's lock of the week yeah. of the century on Saturday will be Boise State minus a half, minus five and a half first half. There It'll we be go. funny when Boise State wins by six after leading by yeah. six. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
In, not funny for you, but don't put that evil on him. Come on now. <laughs> Honestly, and I have trouble betting on this team because I hate them so much. When they wear they wear those blue uniforms on the blue turf. They did that last week. It's hard yeah. to look at. Yeah, I can't handle that. Like it's just, not only is it hard to look at, it's cheating probably. It's, it's <laughs> gotta be hard to see yeah. when you're out there. Like I hate it, that. It's hard to watch on TV, and I was thinking that watching it, and I think that every time I watch it. And then Oklahoma State wore the white unis with the orange bottoms, and it was like the most glaring difference of like turf to uniforms that I think I've ever seen because there was like you could only see the Oklahoma State players that you didn't even bother looking at the Boise guys. Maybe that's why they whistled them down. They're like, these guys are just cheating. So he's <laughs> cheating. That, that's what it it's, was. It's, it's like flipping on an Oregon basketball game or one of those where they have just this god awful court. And you're like, well, I'm not watching this. Like, what, what have, have you done? This hardwood and brown uniform. What's wrong with just making it like normal hardwood, whatever off yellow color that is? Like, you, you've done something unholy to this court. And I can't watch this game, and I'm flipping the channel. It's really hard to see the out of bounds lines on the on those courts. Yeah, just don't, don't. I mean, I like creativeness, and I'm a big Color Rush Thursday guy, but like some <laughs> of this, some of this stuff is just silly. It seems like. So before um, and then yeah, you're not a big NFL guy, but before we let you go. How much money have you put on Panthers Texans? Zero dollars. Zero? Are you gonna watch it at least? I I don't know. Like I know I everyone's know. like all about the Panthers now, but like, isn't this like the game they lose? Right? Like, this is like peak NFL of like we're gonna make all of our judgments after two weeks, and like it's all gonna go bad, right? Like, and everything's gonna play out like it normally. Like the Raiders are gonna lose like seven straight, right? Like it's all these things are gonna happen. Right. So like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, that godforsaken sport. I just, I cannot do it. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. It's the worst. I did, give, yeah. <laughs> I did give them a decent bump in my power rankings, but I was pretty low on Carolina and their defense has looked decent. But yeah, somebody did mention that. He's like, are we, uh, are we laying this many points on Sam Dartle on the road? It's like, I, I don't care who the other team is. Like, is that a thing we're going to do with the real American dollars? Like what is what's Pozzola's thing, Alex? The uh, we, we wager actual dollars, we wager actual money on this league. That's right. Like every time something super. It's every week, happens. every week at approximately three forty-five p.m. This is what yep. that's what happens. It's the worst. It's like the worst timing. When I was like always betting NFL, I would I would just have constant heartburn from like three forty-five to four fifteen. I'd win every bet every week until three forty-five, and it just all went terrible. And that's why I stopped. I have that. to like sit. Yeah, there, trust that uh, ball. It's a funny shape. Because you you guys are in a whole different time zone. Three, I'm like three forty five at that point. We're just starting the early games for me. <laughs> like, how are you winning games in the first quarter? You guys are talking East Coast bullshit, which I don't like. So, Whoa. all right, coastal. Uh, boy, yeah, Giants for me. Boise State first half with the assist to Frank and nothing for Thursday. Alex will have something for Thursday. So no mess no match. Oh. It was on no last night. It was not good. No one in that group's winning, I don't think. Unless there's no singer, like no good singers this season, as in like no actual singers, like when Leanne Rhymes decided to show up and was like, well, she could just probably beat everybody at singing in the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like pretty unfair that she was there. Unless no one shows up, I don't want to. Can I spoil what happened last night or do you not? Oh, no, God, no, friend. You didn't watch yet? No, I do a show like 12 hours. I bet money on Danny Trejo last year to win. <laughs> like, 
I didn't. That's a bad idea. I didn't know he was going to be inside that. Either way, I didn't win. I did win with the son. Shout out Frank's wife for uh, getting me a winner there. I'm still undefeated on uh, Mass Singer. That was Leon Rhymes. Yeah. It was Leon Rhymes. So follow him at Real Frank Brank on Twitter if you want. I don't know. Horrible takes on Pittsburgh. I don't follow me, man. Just don't. I'm trying to think unless you, unless you like me trashing Big Ben, follow me on. Follow me you on. do it, trash Big Ben. You used to do a lot of election <laughs> stuff. You're very political for a while too. He's very hurt, Ben. It's very he's hurt. Always, he's always hurt. He'll be just fine. So, we that do appreciate good. you coming on, Frank. And good luck this weekend. I'm looking forward to your hockey takes. Yeah, I won't have any, but I'll no, have I, I'll, I'll have opinions. Just try to work on it. Yeah. All right. At least one. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. See you, bud. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not excited about betting the game tonight either. It is seven and a half, eight at some places. Low total. Backup quarterback. Sam Darnold, rookie head coach. You name it. Lots and lots of garbage. Rookie quarterback. What? First start on for the Texans. First start. Not great. So, I'm avoiding it altogether. Have you looked at anything outside of just some props here? I've got the Carolina and a teaser or two at this point, taking the seven and a half down yeah. to one and a half, which I think we talked about earlier in the week. That's about it. I wonder if you can do something. I keep looking at the total. I might look at like some alt unders. I feel like if Carolina does win this game, the way that the line is kind of landed out for us here, it has kind of like a 21 10 kind of feel to me, something like that. You know what I mean? Like, if Carolina's going to win this game, it might get kind of ugly. Maybe look at a Houston Texans team total under, but maybe find some all totals right. like under 39, something like that. But I haven't pinned anything down yet, besides again, just teasing Carolina a few times. Yeah, hard preseason game feel to this one, I think. Short preparation week with some teams. With some, don't mind I mean, running. Even, even with Rule Brady and Darnold. Like they're both, they're the coaches are in their second year there after kind of a weird year, and then starting with a new quarterback. The defense has looked good, so maybe, yeah, maybe the Texans team total under. But the bet I will for sure be making, always make first touchdown props. What do we get? This is an ugly week for this. I don't even, I didn't even peek. I didn't want to know where you went with this. It's really oh, tough like this week oh, because like we have. Summer. We have Carolina. They're a big favorite, but it's not a dynamic offense. You look at some of their best players. DJ Moore actually doesn't get a lot of looks in the red zone. It's a very Christian McCaffrey-centric team once they get down there. And he's at like 3-1 to odds, which is about as low as anybody gets in this market pretty much all year. That might be the lowest number we see. I'll, I'll try to keep track of that. But can't really touch any of those. As you start to look at other Panthers, Robbie Anderson's right around 10 to 1, which that's no good. I mean, DJ Moore's like 7 to 1, that's no good. So you kind of start to cross all those off. I looked at their tight end, Dan Arnold, a little bit, but only has seven targets on the year, and I believe one or zero targets actually in the red zone for the year. So you kind of cross all those names off. The one name I will pick for the Panthers, though, Sam Darnold at plus 2,400 or 24 to 1 odds looks really nice to me. Again, quarterbacks tend to be underpriced in this market. He is somebody that moves well, generally rushes for about three maybe four touchdowns a year, uh, depending on which season and what time frame you're looking at. But there's always a candidate to run one in. And I think, you know, when you're starting to build up for this Panthers defense, you kind of build a lot of focus around stopping McCaffrey's try to slow down more. And I think there will be some opportunities this year and in this game specifically for him to roll out and sneak one in. Um, now, you know, the tough part about the Panthers being a big favorite is you can't bet on any of the Panthers, but we have some great numbers on some Texans here. Mark Ingram, um, 
if you follow ESPN, one of the most useful people there, Mike Clay, writes an article about you know offensive touchdown opportunities and expected touchdowns and things like that. And number two on the board, Mr. Mark Ingram, he actually has more um, expected touchdowns than McCaffrey this year so far at thirteen to one. That's a really nice number on a lead running back for a team who's getting all the goal line work. And then we're going to take the rookie. It's his first start. It's Davis Mills. It's forty nine to one. You look around, you can find 30s, 40s, 49 to 1 was the best number I could find. I think anything 35 to 1 or better is worth a play. It's going to be his first game. We have no idea really what he's going to do. He seems to be kind of fit enough and athletic enough maybe to run one in. Maybe he'll get the sneak. Again, I think with Ingram and Mills here, we've got a nice spot and a nice portion of the Texans if they are able to score first. Yeah, I looked at that. I'm I'm obviously going to bet these i just said i'm gonna bet these i always bet these i'm gonna find some, maybe i might i might even take a couple more just because i like to get wild with this but there's a couple that were mills close. it's tough yeah mills didn't do a ton of rushing in in college but obviously a different kind of offense he uh but yeah he can scramble a little i might be looking at that too just as far as just being such a big number for first touchdown score i kind of want to look at him anytime touchdown score i might add one of those and also kind of look at, uh, God, I wish, again, Minnesota needs to get their shit straight because as much as some of these legal books lack in certain ways, they do have that next touchdown scorer market. It probably has saved me money over the years. I would be tapping that way, way, way too much. But yeah, Davis Mills next touchdown. Davis Mills next touchdown. I will probably have him for any time touchdown. Hit us up if you have a hot tip on first touchdown score. Otherwise, I'll just be playing Alex's stuff for sure. Let's see, Sam put out Terrence, Terrence Marshall and David Johnson. I was close on Terrence Marshall. Um, Johnson would have to run one in basically like on a catch. I don't – I, I get I, That's pretty close to the Ingram number, and Ingrams get most of the work when they're close to there. But I don't mind Marshall at 18-1. to 1. Could be a good we spot are. for him. Marshall. Marshall? Junior? Marshall? Maybe I'll play no touchdown scorer again. That one didn't work out last time. I think that I game had not. 70 points. It was over because we lost that one quick. <laughs> yeah. There, and there was if like, you keep playing oh, it as a hedge against boring games, that's how you make sure we get these entertaining Thursday night games. If we get another weather game, I might play one. So, all right. Well, I'll look for you guys at halftime. Alex, I'll look for you all day. Look for some tennis bets on your Twitter because I got nothing going on this morning. I need some. Just Torbo. Torbo gets Torbo. underway here in like 10, 15 minutes. We didn't put it up there because I've talked about it for two days in a row already, so I will spare you guys from hearing that again. Torbo, we've got her. The match finally begins, hopefully, in about 10, 15 minutes. And if you want to place your first touchdown scorer on Davis Mills in a huge number for risk-free, you can do a $1,000 risk-free bet on Davis Mills' first touchdown scorer. That'd look awful good. It's risk-free. You Pay can the get that over at our sponsor, WinBet using BetSpurts 1000 as a code. And if you do it, let us know. And we'll all you got to do is let us know, and I'll send you a fleece to your house for you to wear at the pumpkin patch. Keep it's you warm. That time of year. It is Keep pumpkin patch time. It's pumpkin patch season. So, All right, guys, for me and Alex and producer Dan and everyone here at the BetSpurts family. Never said that before. That felt weird. That's the family. Familia. We'll catch you tomorrow. La familia de BetSpurts. <laughs>